Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Anybody ever wanted to know what Jeff O'Neill sounded like <laughs> when he started singing? When he sings, I could. I think Jake is the perfect, perfect, perfect comparable. Jake, that was absolutely beautiful. Um, gentlemen, the big free agent is off the list. LeBron James is going to the L.A. Lakers. So is Roman no Lakers. No more LeBronto. Oh, that's true. No more LeBronto. Oh, oh man. Wait a minute. So that doesn't sound right. That doesn't sound right. Something else happened today, no? Lance Stevenson yeah, also signed uh... in LA. Oh, Lance, that's right. Yeah. Man, Jake, what did you call it? The sitcom of LA? Yeah, the sitcom of LA. You got LeVar <laughs> Ball, you got LeBron, you got JaVale McGee, you got Alonzo oh, Ball, I almost called it LaMelo Ball, <laughs> and uh, Lance Stevenson. And you got Magic. Yeah. yeah, I actually like wanna... Magic though. The other, the other five, I don't care for. You guys yeah. want to make a wager on how long it takes Lavar to say something completely stupid about LeBron James? Yeah, uh, give it till tomorrow morning. <laughs> and yeah. it's already I'm... midnight. As we're you're giving him a lot this. of leeway. He's gonna, he's gonna be like, he's gonna be like, good. Now Lonzo got somebody to give him the ball. <laughs> it's still, it's LeBron, still early. In I LA, literally had the same thought in my head too. I had the same thought. You're in my not head. a big baller. <laughs> LeBron's a big baller. So, so gentlemen, how was your Canada Day? Did anything big happen for you today? It was fantastic. I woke up. I watched two awesome World Cup games. Lost both my bets because these fucking bums couldn't score on Russia. But it was okay because the Leafs, the Leafs got Johnny T. Gentlemen, he's coming home. Oh. Oh, this is not going to... Oh, there we go. I'm coming home. There we go. I'm coming home. Tell the world I'm coming home. Let the rain... I always thought this song was a little much, but I think for this case, it's... I love it. It's this will be my I started feeling it. Uh, and they've 
I wonder if this was the song that they used in the pitch video. I'm back where I belong. Yeah, probably. I never felt so strong. This is pure. This is pure gold. This makes me forget how class as a singer, uh, Puff Daddy. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we could have this playing all night, but you know. Um, Please do. I would. I would be playing it all day, but I don't want to get. Um, I don't want to get this pop up on Twitter, and I don't want to interrupt anyone, but I will. Um, you care to guess how many days it is until October? We are. It is now Monday, mind you. Mm-hmm. Ninety-one. Take a wild guess how many days are three until months? October. Ninety. Ninety. Hmm. Come on, come on, Austin. 90, 91. Oh, my goodness. Oh. It is, is it legit Ooh. 91 days? Apparently. That's what the Least Nation said. Yeah, but I mean, it's wow. fucking June for July 1st. Oh, my God. Yeah. Guys. I don't know. Okay, but let's be real here. What did you, what, what was going through your head when you, okay, first off, how did you hear the news? To be honest with the news, it kind of hit me yesterday when I started seeing guys like Chris Johnson and Pierre Lebrun and guys like that and Arthur Staple hinting that they were probably going to be the team. I was really, really confident today. I had like an 85 to 90% sureness that I was there, but I was still nervous because I'm just like, when are they going to call this? Jake was... And then, <laughs> then my friend, who's a Bruins fan, who never believed me, he's like, no, the Bruins still got a shot. And he's just like, wow, it actually happened. Because he's been trying to fake me out, saying he's going to other places, and it pisses mm-hmm. me off. You know, you know, Jake, you were probably oh. like Vince McMahon coming down to the ring, strutting your stuff, like, ah, he, like, we got this. We got this. I would have walked naked through fucking Times Square and just <laughs> gave the finger to all the Islanders fans. You, you wouldn't have been the only one. You would have seen the smokestacks from all the jerseys being burned. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, by the way, it's probably the pussiest shit I've ever heard in my fucking life. Um, it is also like, the worst when you're burning a burning a fake jersey. Like, come on, you're not even yeah, you didn't even put guy. you couldn't even put the proper investment into a jersey. You have no reason to. Go. <laughs> that, was, that was my favorite thing is him just getting burned for having a fake jersey. That was half the comments on that video. Uh, that was great. The uh, thing I want to know is like, the fucking eighty fans care that much? Like, come on. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. I, I I like I like the Islanders, but that was that that is always bush league. I mean, it is. I have a lot of respect to the Islanders. They are, you know, they got some good future players coming up. They got some solid players now, Lee Barzell. But they're screwed right now. Like you're 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 joking with yourself if you actually thought that the Islanders, if they weren't the team that owned his rights, had any shot of even being in that discussion. Like. The, all the teams you met with, all six, you're like Boston, great roster, great players, won a cup before, veterans, MVP candidates on their team, Tampa Bay, best team in the East, almost went to the cup final, lost to the cup champs in game seven. Leafs, great young core of players, back-to-back, back-to-back uh, 100-point seasons, back-to-back playoffs, um, only going up. Dallas, superstar talent, no state income tax. Then you got the Sharks, who are always in the playoffs. Then you got the Oh, we cut out there a little, Jake. <laughs> you cut out a little oh. there, Jake. Try that again. 
That last part after the right, San Jose Sharks. Well, and then you got the fucking Islanders. <laughs> the Islanders, their pitch is literally okay. We don't have a fucking building, John. We don't have any defensemen. We don't have a goalie. Like, what the fuck is this? And we don't have an assurance that we're even staying in Long Island. Because, like, I, I hope, that, first of all, I hope that they move back to Long Island. It's a joke what's going on in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. The building is a fucking disaster. And they belong back in Long Island. But, I mean, these ridiculous plans still haven't been in motion. And the building would have been done in, like, 2021 when Tavares is, like, three years into his deal. They act like they can just fucking snap their fingers and a building goes up. Yeah. It's, it's a joke. And, 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 and the guy's been there, what, eight years? Been to the playoffs years. twice. They've consistently traded away or let his favorite line mates go. They've had terrible coaches. They let fucking Garth Snow run the show. And if he, if he didn't have that dipshit out at Edmonton bailing his ass out, they'd be even more fucked. Uh, was that the rant you were telling me about? Because that was beautiful. Oh no, no, I'm not even. I'm not even close to that. <laughs> okay, before you continue, because that, that I think we have to savor that for a second. Austin, yes. When you heard the news, because how long until the news broke did I call you? Oh, I don't even know. It broke at like twelve forty ish. We talked probably like five minutes after. Yeah. You you found I would say out, five you, ten minutes. Did you find out on the on the TV or on Twitter? Well, I had a couple. We have our group chat, and then I have a couple of buddies of mine that uh, I play NHL with in club. Uh, play and they were just they most of them are Rangers and Islanders fans, so they were all sort of talking back and forth and posting stuff like everything everything that was remotely close to news they were posting. Okay. Um, and then somebody tweeted the Friedman tweet at me. That was, or somebody posted it. It was like seven years for Tavares in Toronto. And I was like, oh my God. And I got up and I was sitting in the, at my desk in my basement and just got up and ran around the house. Not, I'm not exactly fleet of foot, but. Uh, you couldn't sit still. Sort of did a light jog. Yeah. Jogging. Okay. So, so I'm going to bring you, bring it back to yesterday. Almost like how Jake did. Um, yeah. a roughly 10. I posted a, a an article linking speculation. Here's, here's what I want to know. How many years did this scrolling through Twitter for three days take off everyone's life? Quite a bit. Oh, long time. Oh, <laughs> especially Jake. It, it, it was killing me since like since like uh, maybe the maybe the Monday, maybe the Monday after the draft. So it's been about a week. I feel like when you're like like don't have light for a while and then you just open a window or something and the light shines and you just like, and it just blinds you yeah it's sort or of like when that, you're sitting on the ground for a while and then you get up really quickly and you get that head rush and you start you start falling over a little bit and you're like okay whoa i need to reevaluate my life there <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know the best was so the night before so this would have been the saturday night i posted a speculation article just based off all the stuff we were hearing and I was losing it. Like, Jake, you know I was losing it because of how many clicks that thing was getting. Like, this was record yeah. amount. Um, and then I posted, I, you guys. I said, I better have a John Tavares article ready to go just in case. So I had it ready to go. Thank God I did. Because I was at my grandmother's. You were scrambling harder than I was on draft night last year when we didn't know who the least were going to take. 
Oh yeah, that was hilarious. Uh, <laughs> that but was a mess. That was a mess. But this at least we had some some sort of warning, and I remember so. I, I wrote the I had the Tavares thing ready to go. I was at my nona's house watching. I had Sportsnet on. Oh, no more sooty. Uh, and so we just finished lunch. I went to go put the plate. Like I went to take the plate into the kitchen. I come back into the room and I see the red breaking news. And and for a second there, I'm just like, is this is this like is this like a report? Did it happen? I checked. Did the Leafs resign Roman Polak. <laughs> oh God. I, no, that would have been the that, worst. That might be the biggest news of the day. Oh man, that would have been terrible um, if they did that. And then, so I go check I, Twitter. I wanted a live cam on Mike Babcock when that oh, news broke. Man, I, I <laughs> just a he single tear rolls down his eyes. Just, just left the left the building like Quenville did. Fuck this! They <laughs> traded Yamerson. I'm out. <laughs> just see him, see him standing out on the street at like York, just tapping his foot dart in, the hand, in his hand just thinking what the hell's going on a homeless guy comes to him you okay mike <laughs> um leave me alone like jesus and then so like, what happened mike your 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 mom your mom okay your family okay yeah we lost polak we lost <laughs> polak what's a real good pro today <laughs> but uh, we're gonna need someone to cross-check someone in the back of his legs <laughs> we need well, to Leo, well, we need someone to slack it up the boards 100 miles an hour only to not clear it I'm definitely gonna he miss was that. for all the times he couldn't hit the net in the offensive zone he was within it just so good accurate at trying to just smash the puck off the boards yeah. i guess it's not as difficult uh-huh. um, oh yeah if all if all else fails just attempt to throw it up the boards which inevitably gets blocked yeah <laughs> So I remember that guy was a disaster. Well, yeah. we'll get back to disasters in a second. Don't worry. Um, but I'm gonna finish my story. So I posted this article and I called Austin because I I had the Google Analytics for the site up, and my jaw dropped. We had over two thousand people at the time on this Tavares news, which has never ever 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 happened. Like nowhere close. I think the most I don't even know Chris. Chris told me, like, even when Marlo signed, it wasn't that much. So, like, I couldn't, I couldn't, I had, I could not sit. I had to walk around. I called Austin because I didn't know what to do. <laughs> like, this nice. was, this was just, even, like, this, is, and I think the reaction for most people is that even though some, like, Jake, you expected it, most of us thought it was going to happen, especially when the insiders were like, like, look, this is probably going to happen. It's going to happen. But until you see it, until so you I, know it happens, yeah, you you don't you don't actually get that feeling until you see it happen. I saw one of the um, might have been Leafs Nation posted a clip from the TSN broadcast where Drager said he like maybe an hour and a half before said he believed that it was Tavares to Toronto, but it was just speculation. Yeah, like at, at that point, it was like, well, Drager said it. Like one of the big, big four or five is saying it might happen. So this is really a and, thing. But even on Sportsnet, they were saying like this is most likely going to happen. Like people, yeah. They, they, as soon I was as, watching Sportsnet most of the time. So even though the Islanders, like everyone knew once the Islanders row, there was still that little hint of San Jose. But you kind of got the idea, the the feeling that it was either the Leafs or the Islanders. And, and apparently, according to John Tavares today. 
that was those were the two teams. Yeah, the no San Jose. Apparently, they offered him uh, what was it, thirteen mil per thirteen million. Yeah, yeah. Talk that about that says something about Toronto, man. That feels good if you're a fan. So, what was the bigger win, getting Tavares or Josh him, Torres? Or <laughs> of course, who I'm watching highlights of currently because I don't remember him. <laughs> uh, okay, so what was the bigger win? I wish I was kidding, David. No, I'm. I know you're not kidding. <laughs> I know you're not kidding, Austin. He just he just nipped Carey Price on a breakaway though, so good for him. Yeah. This is <laughs> damn. Um so my my question for you guys is we know getting Tavares is a win. But what's the bigger win? Making him take less money from San Jose to come here or that he he did not like he left the organization that he felt like you could see when he was talking with the Islanders that was tough for him. So to pry him away from a team that he's been with for nine seasons or the fact that he took less money from San Jose to come to Toronto, which of the two do you find more impressive? I think the fact he left, I'll be honest. I had no, I mean, I kind of figured every, I figured everybody was going to offer 11 million. I thought it was going to be like across the board, no matter what. But just the fact that he left, he, I don't know, I am the ultimate pessimist. I've said multiple times, I think NHL uh, players are the biggest softies of all professional athletes. I mean, they kind of take it so far. Like, I feel like football players are just so, uh, you know, disposable where players are aware of that. But in the NHL, they have just way too much loyalty. And in the sense, in my opinion, most of the time it's blind loyalty. Guys are just afraid of the blowback. And the blowback, he got pretty big blowback from people. I mean, you guys probably read all the comments on his, you probably read all the comments on his Twitter accounts. He's getting a lot of shit. He did not strike me as a guy who would be up for that challenge. But I mean, Mad respect to him for for doing it, and I hope it. I hope this causes a trend in the NHL because, I mean, this was a lot of fun. You know, obviously it's fun <laughs> when you come up top with the superstar. I was gonna say but... it usually it usually <laughs> takes one. I mean, um, I, that, that's what I'm hoping. I mean, I just think it would be more fun for the for the off season of of, of hockey as a whole because usually it's July first. Maybe maybe trickles to July fifth and then it's done. It's shut down for the whole summer. Meanwhile, you got the NBA. The one, arguably the greatest player to ever touch a basketball, has moved three times in like an eight-year span, and he just went to the LA Lakers. And you got guys moving. You got superstars moving like they're fucking random free agents. Like there has to be. I just kind of like the idea of recruiting. I just love recruiting. That's why probably why I love college sports so much. And I yeah. just I think it's a really unique thing and I think it, it helps it helps a lot of teams too. Well this is this is what I'm gonna bring up because apparently Kyle Dubas is a guy that thinks outside of the bo- box, reads a lot of books, and I guarantee he probably read something from a college football coach or basketball coach about recruiting. And that probably helped him so much because look he probably the Leafs probably had the best pitch out of any other team because they had so many resources yeah. that they can put into it. So what's the, and I think he even said to himself that recruiting is easy 
when you have something to recruit with, like something to, tangible to, sell, to yeah. offer, to sell. He said that's yeah. why Stamkos, and like I, I give him a lot of credit for saying because he wasn't even the leader of that pitch, right? No, um, he wasn't. It was yeah. So for him to go out and say, "Look, we had nothing to sell last time. Only thing we had to sell was money and hope." <laughs> now, yeah, and, and it, hope basically. And apparently, this time around, it wasn't even the bo- like the endorsements that didn't even come to play. It was come home we have this great group of players who all reached out to Tavares too like imagine that um all reached out to Tavares offering their thoughts on playing for the Leafs like that that's just top-notch recruiting that I don't think any other team could have pulled off in this case I think because from what it sounds this must have been an exhausting process like I think Tavares oh for sure when I saw him like yeah, there's probably some excitement, but he looked drained. Emotionally and physically drained. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, listening to him at the, con- the you know, I, I think the best part out of all this, honestly, was seeing the tweet of him, of that tweet of him as a kid, and the, the picture. And the kids, be- the beds, the sheets and yeah. stuff. Yeah, that was, that was awesome. Because, look, how many- I mean, you know, yeah, how can I don't like? Obviously, you can be mad if you're an Islanders fan and stuff like that. But like, that's pretty cool. I mean, if you're ever a, a sports fan, you know, I have it myself. I had, I have a Leafs pillow. I had, you know, Jets comforters and stuff like that. And it's pretty cool that you can actually have that dream because you know, people can say, oh, uh, uh, my heart's in Long Island. It's like, no, you don't. You grow up in Mississauga. You grow up a Leafs fan. You don't grow up an Islanders fan. Like. That's like a kid in Boston. He wants to be a Red Sox or a Patriot or a Bruin. They yeah. they wake you up, and as kids, they want to be that. And you know, it's it's uh, it was pretty cool to see that for and, sure. And the best part is, like, usually those type of players are celebrated and loved by fans way more than the guys that come from out of town. Let's let's like let's be real yeah. here. Like, I I think I sent you guys the picture. Like, I went to go pick up my sister at the train station, and she's like, David, there's a guy already in a Tavares jersey. And I said, okay, I got to get a picture of this guy because this news was fresh and he had a brand new Tavares jersey at Real Sports. Like, they were already... Oh, it's nuts. It's, it, it's like, I mean, that's that's like the double-edged sword thing. It, it's people will adore you like a god. You will be... You will have so much recognition. Most of us in life, there's some people that like... Everybody's got an ego. Everybody likes someone saying, hey... You're great, man. You're awesome. Can I have your autograph? Can I take a picture of you feeling important like that? And I mean, it's just, just teams like that, like the Leafs, the Habs, the Rangers, uh, the Lakers, the Knicks, the Yankees, the Red Sox, the Dodgers. It's like, wow, that guy's a Dodger. That guy's a Leaf. That guy's a Patriot. Yeah. It's like you kind of are, are, you're famous by association with such a massive brand and such a massive team especially with a fan base. I mean, you know, if all goes right for him, Brian Burke, I can't believe I'm saying this was right. I mean, they'll name schools after you, but if you don't do well, you'll get destroyed. You know, look at, if you watch the Sunday night baseball, you'd watch David price let up eight earned runs in three innings, five home runs. If you play like shit, you'll get, you'll get destroyed. And he's felt it already. It's not that hard. It's, 
Yeah. And, and the thing is, he, he's not helping himself. He is like fighting back. He's like, I don't care. I'm just going to go play Fortnite. It's, I guess you kind of, you don't, you can't have that abrasive attitude in such a big hostile market. You have to kind of be above that. And I think, I actually think it's going to be a really good fit for him. I, I feel like, you know, he doesn't have a massive personality, but I, I feel like he can handle it because he's, you know, so well-trained and being in the spotlight, considering he's the first guy who was exceptional status, played for the London Knights, was a world junior ch- champion. Mm-hmm. All right, this uh, is, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. This is this is my question, to you Austin. Since we'll get you talking here, I think oh. I, I think I already know the answer to this, but I figure I'll <laughs> ask you it anyways. If Tavares wasn't from Toronto, like take take out the Toronto part out of everything, but he's still the player he is. Is this as big of news today? It's still massive news because of the caliber of player the Leafs are getting. Yeah. But it's amped up tenfold because he is a Mississauga boy. And he grew up a Leaf yeah. fan and this and that, Toronto. I mean, it's it's everything Jake said. I, I grew up the same way. I had the same bed set probably as Tavares. I wouldn't be surprised, although I don't remember, but it's it's just in us, man. The love of your hometown team, it never really goes away unless another team pays you millions of dollars for it to go away. <laughs> Obviously, it's a little bit of a different scenario than we're in, but uh, it it's so much bigger just for that reason, obviously. But, um, I yeah, I just, I'm still in awe of this because of what Jake said before. It's just, we, we said on this podcast two, what is it, two weeks ago, I guess now, and said hockey players are boring. There's he's probably signing in New York, and I was being pessimistic, just like Jake. And, just... and who and who and who fought you guys on that one? Fine, I I'm I told you I was optimistic when blindly optimistic yeah. when the Leafs were after Stamkos. Yeah. So until it was announced, I, was, I wasn't going to get my there. hopes up. Yeah, no, we said we talked about that. I was just saying. I've... Yeah. Once it happens, I will get excited, but I won't be upset if he goes back. I said I wouldn't be surprised if he went back, but I even said, and I had people at work challenge me on this. They said, what's your ranking? Who's your top three? I said, Leafs, Islanders, Sharks. I said, even San Jose might even beat out Island- the Islanders at two. And they're like, oh. I, I would have put the Islanders at three. But, and they're like, oh, you're just thinking. I, I kind of figured he was leaving. I figured he was leaving. I was like. I don't know. For me, for me, that, that, that's like a whole thing. I'm, I'll get into more of that later. But the thing that was just, wouldn't it be really annoying to you if you've been there for eight years and you basically, you got your, your two-week notice, your hand your company, and then they say, hey, maybe we'll start to try now. Yeah. It's like, a, it, I said this, I brought this up with Chris. It's like an ugly guy who has a smoke show girlfriend and they've been dating for three years, treats her like shit. And then some rich guy comes up to him, some nice rich guy comes up to him and is like, Hey, this guy is a, this guy's an asshole. And, and then, and she's like, seriously considering leaving. And he's like, Oh no, uh, I'll be nicer. I swear. It's like, it doesn't work that way. That's basically what the Islanders did. The Islanders for eight years, they traded away his favorite teammates they never gave him a solid place to play. They played in the shithole in the Coliseum. Don't even get me started on that. Don't even have fucking cup holders. 
Then they move to not an NHL rink with a fucking car in the side. Um, they had, <laughs> it just looks like a European hockey the biggest, tournament. They had one of the biggest morons running the show, um, Garth Snow, who if he wasn't gifted two absolute gifts in Barzell and Eberle for fucking nothing from that idiot Peter Shirelli, they would be probably one of the worst teams in the fucking league. They, don't, they have never had a goalie since he's been there. And they've never had a coach. Like, what? Hey, Jack and then, Capuano. Then people, oh. Yeah. Good, Jack good old boy, Jack Capuano. Him and his one tie. Him and his one tie. Yeah. That was pretty funny. <laughs> You're not feeling the one tie. No. No. Uh, this, is, this is what I'll say about all this, is that, and Austin, what Jake just said, we heard this at Puck Talks when Tyler Dello yeah. said the exact same thing. He literally said that this is probably the worst thing the Islanders did was admitting that everything they did was wrong by bringing in Lou and trying to save face at like at the worst time. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um I that's and that when I heard him say that I said, "Oh, like this really plays way more into the least favor." Cuz look, Dubis they're panicking. Yeah. They know that they're they're they know that they're done. They know that they have nothing else to offer him. Like when when I think oh. about it, like and people are like, oh like oh he like Islanders fans game. This guy was here nine years. I think it was nine, Jake. I eight or nine. Still two thousand and eight, I think it was. More than he should have ever been. Okay? You are seeing now Matthew Shane request the trade. Eric Carlson is probably he probably hasn't even like Come out he is gone. Fit. He's gone. But he's gone. Um, okay, I'm trying yeah. to think of players that have been traded recently. Uh, bear with me. Um, guys that have been traded? That have been traded. Like, guys who have been drafted by the team. Like, prominent players drafted by the team and wanting out because they don't want to stay. Panarin doesn't want to stay in Columbus. You can kind of make draw doesn't, those connections. Doesn't want to stay. I was going to say Mike Hoffman, but obviously he had no problem staying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Um, I'm he did to, that himself. Like, I'm so. trying to think of players who would who have asked out, and it hasn't. And they've Jeff, none of them. Jeff Carter. Jeff Carter asked out of Columbus. Rick yep. Nash asked out of Columbus. Yep. Oh, that's uh, actually that's the perfect example. Perfect example right there. And so it was neither one of them went through what Tavares went through. Like Rick Nash is pretty close, but Rick Nash. D- didn't have to deal with like at least Columbus had a rink. Columbus had made attempts to get a goalie or try yeah, and, things. And their excuse was they were like a fucking expansion team and before Las Vegas and had no you money. got fucking dicked if you didn't have, if you didn't have a start with such good talent cuz you just got nothing. Yeah. This is why you should never ever ever sign a law. This is why and Correct. I mean, I think we'll get to this afterwards, but this is why I never say if you are not sold on what you're on the investment that you're about to make and staying with the team, you tell them. I don't yeah. like it here. You guys better just better yeah. figure something out. He should have done that. He yeah. signed for what five and five and a quarter when he made five and a quarter. He doubled his salary today, and I'm like he. He gave them 
the best chance to build around him, and they couldn't do that. I would have at one at some point gone up to them and said, "Either you guys do something, or trade me." Yeah, yeah. But, that I mean, that's the thing. I mean, as you guys may or may not know, I am not the biggest LeBron James fan. Yeah, I don't like some things he does, but the thing I do respect, I respect the hell out of the fact that he knows he's powerful. And Christ, does he hold it over people's heads? And that's the way it should be. It shouldn't be. Uh, it should always in sports. The fucking owners are actually useless. Like they act like they're like, well, we pay your salaries. It's like, well, if you don't fucking have them, you make no money, you dumbass. And players in the NBA, especially, have started to realize this. Guys like LeBron James, where they're just like, I don't give a shit. I'll sign a one-year deal just to hold it over your fucking head and make sure you do whatever I want, or else I'm gone. Look he's at done what, it to Cleveland twice, and he's dealt with that asshole owner. Look at what he's made them do while he was there, too. The trades. He made them oh, trade the a guy they drafted first two, overall. Two first overall picks? Yeah. I'm not playing with two first overall picks. I want to play with Kevin Love. And they did it. Like, I've never seen a guy. I, 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 I laughed at that. I could not. If you do that in the NHL, you're crucified. Oh, yeah. Like, no NHL player. Yeah, there's, there, there's nobody, that. nobody that has the stones to pull that, especially in a contact sport, taking one-year deals and just having the power and authority. Yeah. Guys won't do that because they're afraid of the old school pieces of shit, the 90-year-olds that are like, wow, I'll yell at a cloud because he should be about the logo, not the name on the back. It's like, well, guess what? The name on the, the, name on the back will go away. The name on the front will stay there forever. Take your time and take, a, take advantage of the spotlight because you're not going to have it for a long. No. I have no problem with guys using their power to do what they want in their life. It's their yeah. fucking life. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, he got his fifteen million in the first year, like everybody said. Yeah, yo, not that he got it fucking today. Yeah, <laughs> he got it in his bank account what, today. What a great! Well, he had to cash the check. Million. <laughs> it was cash the check. He probably got direct deposit, wire transfer. I found it so funny when uh, <laughs> and, and God love Darren Millar when, but he he was like, so how fast do they get that check done? I'm like, you think that done by a check? <laughs> you think? Yeah. That, Are you high? Like, After the Ricky Henderson jokes, there's uh, no way they give checks anymore. God. <laughs> um, but I will say, like, the whole idea that people were bringing up, and I think Nick Kiprios, you, people might hate him. People may think he has a dumb, dumb thought. But I totally agreed when he went against the whole sign for one year at the max contract. I thought that was the dumbest thing anybody would ever bring up because – you think a team's like, oh, sign sign for this one year, then we'll give you your eight years after that. Jake, you just said. Especially if they get hurt. You, there's, no, there's no loyalty in this. No. Um, no loyalty. Give me a break. Yeah, he makes $50 million, but even But what did he? What did uh, Kiprio say? Then you're leaving $60 million if you get hurt on the table. Yeah, exactly. So They're not going to. They're not going to do this out of goodwill. Like this is this is like when you're dealing in in fucking capitalism, it's cutthroat business. If you don't make them money, it doesn't make sense for them. Yeah. They're not here to fucking help you out. Yeah, you'll hear a couple nice stories of like 
uh, a team team employee getting fired, and they take care of medical bills or something like that. But that's not the they're not doing they're not giving a guy sixty million dollars because they feel bad that he hurt himself. They're like shit. That kind of sucks, but we'll move on. Yeah, the best part was when everybody was asking Kyle Dubas, "Oh, do you guys feel like you had that advantage to offer him the fifteen million dollars signing bonus right away?" I'm like, "You think San Jose wasn't offering the same exact thing?" They're owned by Hassan Platner, one of the richest men on the planet, the richest German person on the planet. The guy's got like six billion dollars. You think he fucking wipes his ass with a million dollars? <laughs> it's I found that so funny. Oh, this is the least like taking advantage of the system. This was Brian Burke, obviously, because Brian Burke is that old school guy who would probably have done the same exact thing if that was available to him. But give me a break in saying that the least like. The Leafs knew that every other team was doing the same thing. Like, the Leafs didn't offer that in the pitch. The Leafs did that when the contract situations came about. The agents requested that because the agents were like, we want this done in signing bonuses because in two years from now, there could be a lockout and our client wants to get paid. And sorry, the Sharks owner has $14 billion. So I was way wrong. Oh, sorry. Waiting. Um, it's okay. He can buy the team something else. He can buy them a new shiny toy another time. Um, but I, I just found that I think people want to create this narrative that Toronto is acting like the Yankees and Red Sox and how much they can offer players when every other team in the NHL can do that because of the salary cap. This is a cap league. How the fuck? Yeah, exactly. The only the, team. The only time that is correct is when they are burying money in the minors and paying it off the books. And the fact that they're spending more money on coaching stabs, on the Marlies, they're spending a shit ton of money. They're spending a ton of money on scouting. Um, They're big in in the fitness now, stats and stuff like that. Anything without a salary cap, the Leafs are probably number one in terms of money spent. So that is where you know I really respect the fact that they did that. And the only other team is... Arizona, Ottawa, the teams that, when you when you think about it, make revenue. Well, as we found out, Ottawa's not making money because they just like to borrow it from everybody. But those teams yeah, that obviously, fun, but... obviously, the owners are not going to be. And look, the Arizona's never had a stable owner that's going to give them a lot. But apparently now, now that's not a problem. They can sign Alvarez and Larson to eight years. They can sign. Um, I think they just signed Jalmerson to a two-year deal. Like, at least they're they're attempting to put together a roster. Like, in, other than past years where they just couldn't even afford to pay, <laughs> probably couldn't even afford to pay those fifteen million dollar signing bonuses right out of the gate. Let's be real here. Um, but the e- economics of the NHL have changed so much that with Vegas coming in with the TV deals, it's not like this anymore. I, I, Every team makes money now. There's yeah. o- there's probably the only two that don't make money are probably Arizona and Ottawa, and they have extreme and, circumstances. And Winnipeg's not far off, apparently, from what I heard. Like Winnipeg does not make. Yeah, a this ton idea, of money. the thing, the thing I just can never stand is people who are like, well, why aren't they, why aren't they expanding to Quebec City? It's like one. They have to make money in Canadian dollars. Yep. That is much harder. They have to pay it in Canadian dollars, which is not even close to the American dollar right now. 
It's and bad. ticket sales don't matter for shit anymore. It's most leagues now are not, you know, gate re- gate receipts uh, revenue teams. No. The NBA, the reason theirs jumped is because they got like ten billion dollars invested in them by ESPN. They could play in front of fucking ghosts and they'd still make money. Yep. You don't hear about relocation in the in the NBA. I haven't heard no. it. Like it's not happening. Because it's, every team's worth a billion dollars. Yeah, after the Clippers sale, like that opened up so oh, yeah. many eyes. Um Oh yeah. Seems uh, like the Knicks are worth like five. Yeah. All right. Before Jake goes on his rant, I think uh, he's going to go on a rant after I ask this question. Austin, <laughs> so when are the Leafs going to yes. trade William Nylander for a defenseman? Chris Tanner. <laughs> Austin, I swear I'll, to God, you if have I have the floor first. Anybody else talk about trading William Nylander, I will lose my mind. And this is not just the one one network talking about it. Both networks have said this. And both That's networks stupid. have... Both networks have one guy who is saying, oh, they have to do it, and one guy that's like adamant and saying, no, they don't. But I'll let you have the floor on this one. Just silly. It is silly. Um, it, I mean, I don't need to go on and on about it. It's the same argument everybody's been making against it. The Leafs I were just going to give up on top talent. They got Tavares now. They have four incredibly talented forwards. And it's going to cost them money. It costs you money to keep anybody in this league. I mean, like, <laughs> what do you... If you want elite talent, you're going to suffer a bit in other areas. It's just how the how it works. And the Leafs have to figure out how to fix it from within. Trading William Nylander for Chris Tanev would be just about the absolute worst trade the Leafs could make for a guy that they think is elite, but really uh, missed close to half the season with injury last year, didn't he? Yep. Yes, he did. And, and, a, so yeah, his career has fucking twenty points. Yeah, uh, th- this is uh, fuck is that? <laughs> but he, but Jake, he has great possession stats. Who fucking yes. cares? This is the this is the best part about all of this. It's that you spend all your time convincing Tavares to come because of this great young core, and then you would yep. go up and trade a crucial part. Even though he's not Matthews and Marner, a 21-year-old for a defenseman that may not be around for as long, or will not, sorry, will not be because you're not trading a 21-year-old dynamic winger for a 21-year-old dynamic defenseman. It just does not happen. No, No, unless you're what Seth Jones for Ryan Johansson, it's not happening. Yeah, the the there's like there might be like five. Five defensemen who I would consider trading Nylander for. I will actually want to hear your list. Like, and you're probably going right, to have to take on something stupid as well. Like somebody suggested, oh, what was it? I forgot what podcast it was or source, but somebody said the Leafs should go after Jacob Truba for Nylander and take on Steve Mason's contract in order to oh, make no, it work. No, 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 no. Okay, Mike and I Buffalo. I would do that. That's one of the guys. Do you remember what? Remember yeah, what Mike I, and I Buffalo would... said? Trade William Nylander oh. for Tyler Myers and take on Steve Mason's contract. He said this oh, at sorry, Puck no, Talks. it wasn't true, but it was it was Tyler Myers. Yeah, that's yeah. And I, never mind. I, I, uh, I, 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 I mean, you didn't see my reaction. I was ready to just boo 
I was going to boo him at that point, but nobody said Great. anything. Tyler Myers had a couple goals in the playoffs this year. I mean, whatever. He also got hurt. There's a, there's a reason even the Buffalo Sabres got rid of him. He's a younger version of Chris Tanev where he does not stay healthy. No, and he's also just you – know, he's big and slow. and I mean, Lou would have loved him. Mm. The Islanders should be after him. Uh, but Jake, uh, so t- so Jacob Truba was one. Who were the other guys? Yeah, Colt, Colton Pareko, I would do it. Oh, he's my um, top. I do it top for for. I do it for two national predators. I do it for Roman Yossi and Matthias Ekholm. I would do it for for Ekholm. I would consider it for Brady Shea, the guy in the New York Rangers. I think he's a really really good player. He's very he's um, very under under the radar guy. No one talks about. Because he he's like a he's been in the league about two years. Yeah, he's a he's a really really solid young player though. And the other one was gonna, was going to be I would even consider for Dougie Hamilton, but that's obviously off the table now. I think when you see the Dougie Hamilton trade, and that yeah okay, the, Fox is not apparently from what I heard Fox, uh, Eric Francis did mention like he wants to go to the Rangers, so expect Carolina to ship him there. And yeah. Michael, oh, and I would have done Ekman Larson too, but that's off the table. Yeah, and then Michael Furlan. So you look at it: Dougie Hamilton, Furlan, and Fox for Lindholm and Hannafin. That's that's an. Inc- I like that deal for both teams. That is a good deal. I think Calgary makes it out a little bit better on the law because if Fox, if let's say Carolina is not able to get what they should get for Fox, and Furlan doesn't recapture the same magic he had in Calgary. You're or he's going to leave. Him. This is last year. Yeah, so you're banking on Dougie Hamilton to be elite, which he can be. Yeah. I mean, he he led the league in goals. Yeah. Mm. So for defenseman, for defenseman. Yeah, I was about to say. I yeah, he, he, another guy's like like a Tyson Berry. Like that's a, <laughs> a really good player too. I mean, yeah, there's there's a there's a bunch of uh, guys, but like you get it. I'm talking like elite level defensemen. Yeah, guys that can score, can skate. You know, an Ivan Provorov, a guy that was taken right after um, Marner, who we were almost taking, but then we didn't. But that's like the high level. Maybe even a guy like Josh Manson, who's an incredible young player. I had the but same. It, it's a really, really low list. I had the same exact conversation with a buddy of mine tonight after. He's like, we got to go out and have drinks after this. And I said, yeah, that's true. And he brought up Manson and Pareko as his two guys, only guys he would trade Nylander for. And and that just goes, I think that's the part people are missing, is that you're not just trading him for a defenseman. You have to trade him for the right defenseman. A young, cost-controlled right defenseman. That's a fucking unicorn. Yeah. That's, that's a very... Very detailed search. Very, very rare. Yes, I own, exactly. And the only person I think that would potentially be available out of all those options is Jacob Truba. Because you can tell he does not yeah. want to stay in Winnipeg. No. no. He signed his bridge deal after holding out. After you, after a guy like that signs a bridge deal, the writing is almost after, on the wall. He had a good season, too. It's not like he, he also got like injured, too, which didn't help his case. I think he has yeah, to sign a another first contract. Pick, though, and he should have gotten paid like a first-round pick. Yeah, I mean... But he held out, and now we're here. Yeah, and it, it's tough. I, I think the Leafs will try this season. They're not going to do... I don't know if they're going to make a trade for a defenseman. 
I think they're going to ride Gardner again. Uh, you're going to hope that Zaitsev bounces back. I just, I can't, for the life of me, I can't see Ron Hainsey being that top pairing guy with Riley next season. I just can't. I don't think. I, I hope not. You hope not. I always say he's third, third pairing, and you hope that a guy like Borgman is back. Um, OG Gadoff, maybe. I mean, you're you're banking on. I think something might happen, but I I don't know what defensemen are out there, other than like apparently Jerry yeah, Spurgeon. Like a Calvin DeHaan is a guy that they yeah. they've been searching into. But if he comes cheap. Yeah, you don't know what that's going to cost. He he might come cheap because yeah. he missed uh, half the year with a shoulder injury. Which is, yeah, which he's is, he's a pretty pretty decent player. That'd yes. be a kind of kind of a absolute slap to the face of the Islanders. Just take their their best defense and their best forwards. <laughs> <laughs> it's like taking taking your a person's lunch money and their girl at the same time. <laughs> I'm gonna take yeah, your, exactly. I'm gonna take your girl. Oh, by the way, I need some money for lunch. Look, pony up. <laughs> On top yeah, of that, give it up. Um, but yeah, I heard I heard the Dahan rumors as well. I think uh, Pagnotta. The Islanders who, are still after him as well. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, he's probably he's probably like, uh, <laughs> let me. But where's JT right now? Yeah. That was that was the saddest part of this is that they had uh, I think Sportsnet had Hickey on after he signed and that was probably an hour before Tavares or so. Yeah, he probably like didn't. That know. was announced. And first thing they asked him was, well, "Congratulations on the contract, but you must be pissed about Tavares." Basically, it was what the question was. Yeah, yeah, that was such a stupid comment. I was like, "Are you serious?" <laughs> I wish I I wish I still had his number. I don't know. I have a friend who plays for the Islanders. I used to go to high school with. I wish I had his number to call him and a offer my condolences. And b, ooh, uh, his name's Adam Pellick. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know Adam Pellick. Yeah, he played not personally, he, but I know the player. He played uh, in Erie with, I believe, he was with McDavid. He would have been ending finishing. And Dermot. He would have been finishing his time with as they were maybe kind of Connor playing. Brown. Oh, him and Connor Brown know each other very well. They're the same age. Connor Brown oh, went to go. my rival high school. Like, he he's dating a girl I went to high school with. Like, I know this. So, I wish I had his number. I he changed. I had his old number. I never got his new one. Uh, and these guys go off the grid in terms of social media. Most of them. Um, so, yeah. Um, I would I would definitely want to ask him. A how he feels about all this, and B, what are the Leafs getting in Tavares that maybe people don't know? Because we know the type of player he is, but we don't know the type of person per se. Like, we don't really get into all that. He's a good old Toronto boy. Calm down over there. <laughs> good old Ontario kid. Um, how much should we enjoy Don Cherry sitting on his front porch in his Marley's jacket today? That was pristine. Yeah, that was pretty nice. <laughs> pretty nice. Um, Yeah. He- I would I would be really curious to see how this whole defense. I think they're also hoping that this is the last season for Lilligren. Or is it is it calling it Lilligren? Lilligren. Lilligren. We went. We were debating this last podcast too. Lilligren, I believe, is how or what we're settling on. I think seeing how he plays with the Marlies this year answers some questions. He's going to get defense. his chance because he's going to he's going to be relied on to be like Dermot. Sort of the same duty. My question now is, what 
what would your defense look like? What would you prefer? Um, what would on you the like Marlies or on the Leafs? On the Leafs. Next year? Uh, yeah. I mean, the guys yeah. that are going nowhere, you got Zaitsev, Gardner, Riley. Um, yeah, and and, and Dermot, yeah. You got maybe five you could, and then a sixth. Then, then you got to find a sixth guy. If it's maybe like a guy, maybe they do sign a Calvin DeHaan or something like that, or yeah. or there's probably some some depth defenseman out there. I don't believe they're going to trade for a defenseman. I think they'll they'll try and fill it organizationally. There's some there's some decent decent uh, options. Obviously, the Ozaganov. You know, you got Rosen Borgman, uh, Lilia Grin, Martin uh, Marichin Hall. What was that? <laughs> Martin Marichin. I can't even say uh, no, right. no, no, no. Ernie. I'm, I'm not even bringing that name up. Hey, Jordan Subban. <laughs> sorry. Jordan Subban. Yeah, Jordan you Subban. imagine? Hey, he fights. Don Cherry's gonna love him. Give him the chance, man. He's been in the Canucks system forever. He was traded out of the away from the Canucks too. Yeah, he was on the Kings. Yeah. Um, um, no, he learned how to actually play I mean, hockey playing in the LA system. Let's be real here. There, there's a little bit in me that thinks that Connor Carrick could get a shot, but then oh, I also I think, think to myself, so. Mike Babcock's uh, not, not gonna enough. have it. I I think uh, he's not good enough. He he's just he he's smaller. I, like he was, yeah. ever, he's smaller. I think the Leafs do need to get someone with a little beef, little. You know, I think Andreas Borgman could have a shot because he's that type of guy that Babcock would like. I, I really, hits people and can play that game. I really, really wish he was right-handed. That kid is massive. He is. I mean, he's oh a trick. He's a truck. He's like a. He's a tank. He makes Polak look like a lightweight. All due respect to Roman, but he is built. Yeah. So. And he can just run guys over. He got injured with the Marlies. It's pretty much, I don't know if that's the main reason Callie Rosen was in the lineup, but it sure helped Rosen because he was probably the best defenseman on the Marlies during that run. So he's going to get a shot. He probably won't make the team. I would think he'd probably be like the Marlies one or two. I would I would say that's probably the best bet for him. If, but if he's if he comes if he learned what if he was if he learned what he learned last season. Like if he's able to improve on it, then I think he has a shot. Because I think there's been a lot of people also giving Justin Hole uh, the benefit of the doubt when he gets to training camp. I'm, he's more offensive, so I can't really he's see more. That's the thing. That he's more offensive minded, so they need guys who have some willingness to you know. And I think I, some people may say I'd that's like an overrated act, but you need a guy who's going to grind it out and act have give you some toughness. Because the Leafs were not tough. On the back end, even though Tavares did say it was tough playing against them, he's not going to say, "Oh, they were soft." They're easy. It to was play tough against. because they were filling their net with goals. Mark That's better be true. on my wing, or I'll be livid. Um. Yeah. I, need that I wonder if Matt Martin I, was I used just, to pitch. I don't know. I'd like to see Borgman get a shot. I mean, he will obviously, he will. but like I. I think he could fit what Polak was doing and obviously add a bit more offensive punch. He's got a huge shot. Mm-hmm. Oh. So, why not? I mean, he is a lefty, but yeah, I'm but, sure he's not exactly the guy that needs to play on his proper side. He's not going to be like Mo or any guys like that. That I'm sure he'd be able to make the transition is what I'm trying to say. I wouldn't. I, wouldn't I know force they have a odd number of righties and lefties and that bothers Babcock. Sorry, I keep cutting you off. Um, yeah, I do. Um, my bad. Um, 
Jake, we never even got to talk about what the lines are going to look like with Tavares. Oh, yeah. That's something, uh, that's something I want to bring up. All right, here we go. Jake, you have the floor. But, yeah, just just a quick quick thing for based on, like, the entire process. This is just for for all the fucking haters that I see just trashing this. Oh, what? Why are they going to play everybody? Man, the thing I, I think the thing I love the most about being a fan of the Leafs is just the vitriol that comes from other fans purely because they just have this little man syndrome because their team, you know, isn't as important or they hate the coverage. It's like, why do they get covered and my team doesn't? I want to hear more about the Minnesota Wild. Like, shut the fuck up. Like, I, the amount of people hey, I've hey, seen... Hey, 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 hey. That Nino Niederreiter coverage never it gets old. Exactly. Nobody fucking cares. Same with the fucking Canucks. And I see all these salty losers who are just trying to trying to, trying to break, bust up some party. They're just like, hey, we're going to pour cold water on it. It's like, well, fuck off. Before this process started, the amount of people I saw saying, oh, the Leafs, they never get anybody. They, they don't get anybody. Who the hell wants to go there? The laps. Ha, ha, ha. The laps. It's like. Well, the reason they didn't get anybody, dumbass, is because they've been a joke for 15 years. But now, nobody, now that they're actually not run by retards, exactly. Nobody wanted nobody to play wanted with to fucking idiots. And when you had idiots like like Brian Burke, like, did you hear him today on Sportsnet? I wanted to fucking beat my brains in with a bat. He said. He he literally said this. He goes, if I if I was in negotiations with John Tavares, I would pull my offer if he didn't give me a firm answer within five hours. I would have been like, thank fuck, this idiot is not in charge of my team. Now we know why they couldn't for for a superstar player. Now they know why. Now we know why he never got anybody. I'm like, how fucking big is your ego? You're gonna pull an offer for a superstar player because it's not on your timeline. Thanks. Fuck off. Have you never met like Brian Burke? Stupid comment. Does Brian Burke have an ego? My blog. Does Brian Burke have an ego? My column. Sorry. that's. It, the... It's like uh, it, it's like nobody ever asked themselves, why is Dave Poulin not have a job? Everyone's pretty aware. Yeah, but okay, at least Dave Poulin doesn't say as stupid shit as that. As. But I digress. <laughs> I mean, some of the other things is, is the, yeah, all these fans, like the first person I called is my dad. My dad has, he's seen basically one championship, 1967. He's been a fan his entire life. He's the first person I called when they signed him. He was so happy. He was sending pictures, everything. He's at my cottage right now. I was sending pictures, text to everybody, saying Traveris, asking me what games we want to go to. There's legitimate excitement, and it should be. And you get all these loser fans who just know they're fucked. They're like, well, what about your defense? Acting like the Leafs have just fucking six absolute scrubs on the back end and they don't have a goalie that finished fourth in the fucking Vesna race. I'll tell you one thing. People saying that they're like the Leafs have the worst decor in the history of the fucking league. They finished 16 in goals four. You know who finished behind them? The Pittsburgh Penguins and the Washington fucking Capitals, you dumbass. They've won the past three Stanley Cup championships. So I don't want to hear this bullshit. And they're like, well, how are they going to pay them all? The thing I love is whenever people bring up cap-related things, 
you know they're just fucking haters because they're like, fuck, they have so much good talent. How are they going to keep it all? I hope they can. That's the only way we can stop them. The amount of fans I've seen just love going to the Leafs Cap Geek. That's probably the reason Cap Geek crashed today because they're all going to check out the Leafs Cap things like, oh, shit. You know, you got teams like Edmonton and who's got that fucking awful Lucic contract, the Bobby Ryan contract Chris in Russell, Ottawa. Well, how are they going to sign them? The Leafs don't have one bad contract. They don't. The only one that's even close is Nikita Zaitsev, and he was coming off a bad injury, and he still still did, isn't even getting paid that much. The thing I have to say is also, for Lou Lamorello, thank you very much for giving us the, the, the signings of Nazem Kadri and Morgan Riley, <laughs> yes. because, and also also Hyman's and uh, Connor Brown. That is the reason that they got this player today, is because you know he didn't blow his brains out, and he got them a tremendous value. People saying, "Yeah, they should trade Kadri." Like, why? They got a they got a thirty goal scorer. They got a hundred and ten goals out of three centermen. What are you going to trade them? You know what Kadri would have got in the open market? Probably seven and a half, eight million dollars. A two-way center that can score 30 goals? Oh, and he's 26. And, and pisses the other team off. Uh, oh, yeah. back for that. The intangibles, the intangibles, guys. That's what you pay for. It's a joke. Yeah, well, it's the old-time hockey. If you Leo Kamarok got $3 million, get, what, $3 million season? He sucks. He can't even score. He can't even but, score uh, on a two-on-one. Yeah, he, but, got, uh, he got three mil per because he gets under the team skin, basically. Yeah, the, the thing with the final thing with Lou is, I mean, I love the guy. He, I've said it before. He brought relevance back to the Leafs. He brought them in order. He tightened the ship up. He's the reason they've become, you know, one of the more respected ones where you don't hear a peep out of it. That whole process, I didn't hear anything coming out about the Leafs. It was terrible. It, it's terrible, but it's also looking back, you're like, wow, that's, that's pretty impressive. They're able to keep their wraps on it. But I also, today is the day that, the legacy of him as just this fucking messiah died. The thing I was dying about is how when the Leafs signed them, they're like, well, they're, they're getting damaged goods. Lou Lamorella, look at what he did with the, with the devils. Wow. The Leafs are, why are they doing that? But as soon as he goes to the Islanders, they're like, well, they got Lou. They got the Godfather. He's going to get, he's going to get Tavares back. Just proves. Nope. There are some things that you can't do. And the guy may be, might be a Hall of Famer, one of the greatest GMs ever, but he couldn't get past that process. And, I mean, for Leafs fans, this is, this is obviously massive for them. Probably the biggest thing that's happened to the team since, you know, obviously since Matthews, but the biggest signing they've had since 2000 easily. Like the last guy I could think of was either Alexander McGillney, guy like Ed Belfour, something like that. Cujo but, I mean, it's just massive one. news. Um, I'm going to bring up two parts about this. You know what I notice is different between the Kyle Dubas regime, which is not last, has not been very long, and the Lou Lamarillo? In the Leafs PR tweet, the contract details were in there. Never, never have... get that AAV. Never in Lou Lamarillo's time have you seen details about a trade when draft picks were involved or when guys were signed. It took forever to get those details. It took getting insider information to get it before the club released it. And yeah, that's the thing I kind of I kind of still appreciate. Obviously, I, I like my rumors. I think we all do, being yeah. in that, that business where it, it helps us out. But, I mean, 
that's good. It's a good thing. It's, they're not they're not considered a joke anymore. And you know, you got to thank him for that. He put the he put the Leafs in a position to uh, to to get this player. So yeah, maybe 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 in turn he's the reason it happened. He's maybe he's being serious and was like, all right, John, we're kind of fucked here. And you and all those people that have either tweeted at Jake or sorry, more more so texted Jake. Do they not realize who the assistant general manager is? If you do not know Brandon who Brandon if you do not know who Brandon Pridham is, he's the guy that helped write the CBA. He's also the guy that managed to get rid of eleven million dollars and David Clarkson's contract for nothing. Yeah, that's massive. How the fuck do you do that? He got rid of imagine how fucked the Leafs would be. If they didn't have Nathan Horton on the – imagine, you know, there was an LTAR where the Leafs basically fucking invented it. Look at teams like uh, Columbus or Vegas is doing it. They did it with Grabowski and Clarkson. Um, the Coyotes do it with the fucking manipulating the cap bullshit. Chicago's doing it with Hosa. They basically that created that. That, that, is, that is actually the salary for Tavares. $11 million is probably what they saved. They were paying that off the books. So that's that's another thing I want to say is a thank you to Maple Leaf Sports Entertainment who got fucking rinsed. I mean, they have probably spent so much money trying to hide players, um, paying guys off the books, um, not getting insurance on it because they're not getting insurance. If unless unless they're getting these guys are getting really good medicals done, which I highly doubt they are. They're probably just telling them now I have a hip issue. I can't do it. And they were just willing to, to get their brains blown out just to pay for the opportunity to build a championship. It's something that was fucking never done when they were owned by the teacher's pension of fucking crooks. Or, and, or and let me, basically any other owner that owned the Leafs. Let's be real here. Yeah, they were, you were cheap you were, as shit. You were not getting this with Harold Ballard or Steve Stavros. Let, let's be real. Only Con Smythe would have actually forked up the money. He would have sold something to get it done like he did. When he got Ace uh, Ace Bailey, old little old Leafs history right over there. That's my Leafs history. There you go. Um, I will, but I will say, um, yeah, Joffrey Lupul. You you really think he's injured? Do you really think he's injured? No, he's, he's gonna get an AHL contract somewhere. He, he can't play he, hockey. Yeah, right. He's get out of here. He's doing fucking uh, Molly with some college age chicks at fucking. Um, What's the what's the song? Izu or whatever the fuck it is. The one in in uh, Governor's Island in New York City. What's the what's the concert? Where they're like, if you're in college and you like doing drugs, you go to this concert. Yeah, um, I I, I don't know where people what get called? this idea. I don't know. Electric Zoo sounds about right. Um, yeah, uh, oh. I don't think that's it. Sorry, yeah, I don't know. Headphones dropped for a second. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nice. Um, yeah, I, I just don't... I, I, I think people are trying to calm the whole blue and white disease. Um, so, yeah. Like, yeah. Um, I, I don't know where people are getting this notion that the Leafs are, are screwed. So... No, they're not. Yeah. They're, they're just fucking idiots. So that's why I'm saying just don't listen to it. I like anybody. I, I love it. I, I am 
the thing I love is how just shutting people the fuck up and man, they shut up. They're shutting up quick. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just awesome to see this plan that's coming. You want to, you want to, you want to smile and have tears of joy. Look at that least lineup that they had, uh, 2015 trade deadline. And then look at this year's lineup. That in three that years, I don't think any other team has Who's been the here. only, is, is there one player from that team? Kadri. There's three, no? Kadri, Riley, Gardner. That's it, right? Uh, technically, Nylander. Um, was Nylander playing up? Nylander. No, no, no. Not 2015. No. Um, he got 22 games. 2015-16, Nylander made his debut. So, oh, you yeah. mean 20? Okay, yeah. Yeah. Because he I'm was, saying right before he co- they called him up. Oh, yeah. No, oh, yeah. They <laughs> were... Yeah, three, three, three they players. Were brutal. What, one that had like Nick fucking Spalling and PA Parento had twenty-one goals Maybe and Josh, led the team. No, Josh Levo wasn't even on that team. I couldn't even put him in there. Yeah, you gotta, Dave. You gotta find it. You gotta tweet it out that the difference between lines. I'm telling you, it was a joke. But I'll wait until uh, the new lines are out and then I will do that. Yeah, they 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 have the new they have the new lines out on uh. On NHL Network, they they were talking about it nauseam, and I fucking love it. Yeah. Well, because um, Babcock brought up the who he was going to have Tavares with Marner and Nylander and Matthews together during his yeah. Uh, scrum. Yeah, yeah, Tavares, Tavares and Marner. I mean, that's just fucking unbelievable. That's and why they, at least if you are listening, to this, I'm going to be there. Sign Marner now. He will fucking explode. Yep. He's get him if even he if might it get co- 95 points. Get him he at might get 8. 65 assists. I would do it right now, 8 for 8. Get it done. Yeah. I, I would throw if you throw that at him and you said this before Jake. I've heard you say this countless times. You throw 8 at 8 for 8 at a player like that. He'll he'll run to the bank. Yeah, 64 million dollars. He's also probably getting. He's got things like what sports check, intact and, insurance. Uh, I think insurance, intact insurance. Like Red these Bull. guys get paid. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. So Matthews is going to be the tougher one, I think, out of the three. He deserves ten and a half. I think. I think he gets ten and a half. Realistically, yeah. Um, so I uh, like yeah. just to, uh, yeah, you can like go through the lines by lines. It's, it's mouthwatering stuff. It is. It, e- even though I, I do admit I was a little concerned of how it would have looked if they didn't get to Varus, but they were pretty comfortable if they didn't have a backup that they didn't even think about a backup plan. Like they didn't, yeah. they weren't rumored like guys, on any other centers. Guys I would have thought of for a backup would be like Riley Nash or, or um, Derek Ryan, thank fucking God that the their third line <laughs> is now Captain Kadri. I'm uh, I'm just looking at the lines right now on uh, Daily Faceoff, and the <laughs> the least lines don't have Tavares on it yet, but Tyler Bozak and JVR are still on here, except they're in their new uniforms. Yep, adios. So the third line is just a St. Louis and a Philadelphia jersey on the Those, on center and left wing. Just think about it, JVR and Bozak together almost combined for what Tavares was. And people were like, oh, but how are you going to replace JVR? <laughs> I think we got our answer. They, already, they just did. They just did. No, the thing I love is, is people were they're like, how are you going to replace Bozak? 
you lost Bozak and JVR. I'm like, dude, I've watched, I watched all 82 games and I watched every fucking playoff game. Tyler Bozak was absolutely, he would make you want to hit yourself in the face. Him, Leo Komarov, JVR at times, Roman Polak. I can't believe I'm saying this. Kyle Dubas fully swept the awards for anything. He swept away all four of their trash pieces that like made us all so angry. Yeah. There isn't one player that I'm looking at and I'm like, fuck that guy. Why is he playing? I guarantee Dubas has a burner account and it was like trashing JVR, Bozak, Komarov, and Polak at some point this season. I want to find that burner account because I guarantee there's one. Like, I, I, I could not see them all them all being back. There was no way. He, he, no. he I'm happy it. none of them came back. Yep. I'm fucking stunned. That's how happy I am. Yeah. So... Uh, the lines will be great. The lines will be sick. Mike Babcock's job just got a lot easier. Like, just imagine you tap the guy, you tap Matthews, all right, you got to go out. You go and you tire up the top opposing line, and they, they're they just happy that they survived. He goes, he taps Tavares' shoulder. All right, you guys well, are up Mitch now. Mitch Marner and Tavares. <laughs> and then, oh. oh Are you fucking kidding me? We somehow survived that. Oh, Kadri, just go and clean up. Like, yeah, like, Kadri is going to be playing with like either Andreas Janssen and Kapanen or Connor Brown. Those guys, those guys can all score twenty goals. Yep. This is like I, people people that bring up anything about defensemen, fuck off and watch us put a touchdown on the board when we fucking play you. I, I really think the Leafs are going to challenge Tampa for top goal scoring team in the league. No, I think they'll pass them. I think they were what second or third this year in they goals. In top five. I think they'll least. pass. Yeah, I think they'll lead the league in goals. No, no doubt about it. I think they're. I think right now they have the best forward core, corp in the entire league. I think the only team that's close is Tampa Bay. Yeah, Tampa, maybe Washington. I think Washington. Yeah, Washington got some. Obviously, Pittsburgh's really, really deep. Yeah, but Pittsburgh's I, just, eyed. Just, there is no one, two, three punch that's better in the league. I think only maybe Pittsburgh. the only one, maybe Malkin, Crosby, Broussard, maybe. And I mean, Kuznetsov, Brackstrom, and Eller is not. And Eller is very no, that's very good too. They're yeah. they are in the top three for the but, centers. But I'm I think close, and I that's think, that's how you win championships. Those think, are the ironically the last three Cup champions. You took the words right out of my mouth. I was literally about to say how many of these teams have had the one. Two, three punch. That that's, that's, you win. that's what win. That's what wins it. Tampa didn't Look really at have Las that. Vegas, that's why they lost. Yep. Oh, for sure. And I think that's why Tampa lost to Washington. What they had Stamkos, who wasn't really top flight. He was playing on the wing, wasn't he? Playing on the wing. I think he was. Who was their center in that case? Yeah, Braden Point. I thought on the top. I don't know if he was Braden Point. It was on the second line. I thought. Maybe Great I was wrong. Points, yeah, under Stamkos, I think. Um, I don't even have daily faceoff in front of me to check that, but that—that's what I'm saying. Yeah, Tampa has good talent, but they didn't have the center talent. Like they will eventually have it. Like Sorelli's going to be good. Brain Point's going to be good. I don't know if Stamkos is going to play the center or if they have somewhere else. Someone else is going to play there. Brain Point's going to be more than good. He's going to be. <laughs> he's, 
Yeah, it, like the Leafs are. It's not a slam dunk for sure, but they have probably the best chance that they like out of any team. I think now to really they might something. score. They're. I mean, they're obviously they might score over three hundred goals. Uh, Mike Babcock always does before the season starts. He writes down on a piece of uh, like a napkin or something where the goals are going to come from, and he's going to be his hands going to shake as he's writing these totals down of what he expects. So that Tavares Marner Marlowe line is is seemingly a hundred, right? Somewhere around there, well, ninety maybe. Twenty for maybe nine, ninety. I, goals. I think Marner can get twenty for sure. Patrick Marlowe will get over thirty. And Tavares, at Tavares least will get forty. Thirty-five, forty. I think. Yeah. With Mitch, and then up. then obviously Matthews is probably going to get forty-five. I think he was going to get forty-five or forty-eight this year if he wasn't hurt. Hyman will get you fifteen, and Nylander will get you twenty-five to thirty. Yeah. I mean that's that's two hundred goals, and I'm not even going in the third line or the D. <laughs> and the D. Like it, it, it's it's fucking mouthwatering. I mean. I just I'm so excited just looking at this this front core because I just know nobody can compete with this nobody there's no defense core maybe Nashville but I would still if we played them in a series I would take the Leafs over Nashville the Leafs killed I Nashville think in yeah one of the I don't know played. But I like Nashville too but you know the time for me being like well this team deserves it it's fucking over Washington won their cup they're done fuck it we're going for it let's yeah. win this shit. Pittsburgh might might try to get themselves back into it, but I think they're they're no, they just signed Jack Johnson. Fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, that was and then like St. Louis just oh, like traded for Ryan O'Reilly. Like um, that was a nice move. I, I was a big fan of that. Yeah, it will be Buffalo is going to be a tire fire. This is going to make it so much easier for the Leafs to pump goals on them. Poor Rasmus Dahlin. And Jack Eichel. Who was the who was the clown they just got? Buffalo. Carter Hutton is the goalie. It's Carter fucking Hutton. So him and Linus Olmark, I think, are the goalies. God help their souls. God help Carey Price. Yeah. He's gonna have a rookie as their top line center. Placanic is back, and I don't and Jonathan Juan at center. Um and Shea Weber is coming I, I off a massive injury. I can't wait until they force Miami to play first line. It's happening. I don't I know how it. Montreal didn't get O'Reilly. I thought that was a very uh, moderate price to pay. I didn't think they got any elite players back from the deal. Mm-hmm. And for me, if you get the best deal, you win. And if you get the best player in the deal, you usually win. And they got the best player by far. That they got some they, for a team that also like the Leafs didn't really have good center depth. I remember when David Backus was the number one center for the fucking Blues. Yeah, looking pretty pretty good now. Braden With Shen, Braden Shen, Ryan Braden Shen, and Ryan O'Reilly one-two punch. It's pretty good. Unfortunately, Tyler Bozak rounds that out <laughs> at five oh million dollars a season. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sorry. I had to. I just, I just had to throw dash water on that a little bit. And I will say. I guarantee what threw Montreal off was probably Buffalo wanted that number three pick. Yeah, that was never happening. That was I would happening. never have done that. So, and Montreal had nothing else to offer. Let's be real here. They had nothing else to no, offer. That's true. So, Unless they're offering future first, which man, I wouldn't have done. The Islanders really messed up a little bit there, I think, too. They could have 
Yeah, the, I think that's a big mistake from them. You know, they had two first-round the picks. They have so many picks and prospects, and it's a tough break. But you know, they, luckily for them, you know, in the end, obviously, I, I don't have anything, any issues with the Islanders. I didn't like the way they handled it. I don't like the way their fans have been reacting. Although to be fair to them, they are allowed to be pissed. But you know, they have some really good young players coming. You know, Dobson, Wallstrom. Uh, Keeper Bellows, uh, uh, Sorokin, like they got some players who are who are gonna. Burzell and Bovillier are still proving themselves and hosts. Yeah, and... and and let's be real here. I don't know. I don't know when his contract's officially done, but I expect Mark Hunter to be with the Islanders. That's gonna be the next yep. move. Like, Mark, pretty much bank. On Mark it. Hunter's not leaving the lease without knowing that he's getting another job. Right away, so. That's the other I mean, one. He's got one to go back to the Knights, but he's gonna something. go with Lou. Like Lou probably is gonna hire him. If not him, someone else is gonna hire him. So um, yeah, we'll be uh, we'll be interesting to see. Yeah, we'll be. Um, I think this is a great time to end it, guys. I think we covered a lot of ground on this, but I think yeah. I think it just speaks to what this the magnitude of this, how this changes the landscape in the NHL, and. Leaf games are going to like. I think the biggest, and I, I don't want to talk about someone who's who works for the company. Although I'm just a freelancer, but uh, Sportsnet benefits. I think the most out of this and TSN to a degree. Same with TSN. Those did games. Did you? Did you? First of all, the, just a funny note that I heard. Did you? Um, right after they signed uh, John Tavares, they got a call from Morgan Riley. Did you hear what he said? I can't remember what he said. Yeah. Morgan Riley, they said, so, yeah, Morgan, uh, did you get notification from Dubas about uh, about Tavares was coming? And he's like, no, I actually got a text from O-Dog. And everybody in, everybody <laughs> in the room started laughing. And, you know, they were smiling when it, when it happened. You could tell. I mean, those guys, they know. The team that pushes the needle for them is the Leafs. I mean, oh, yeah. it's it is what it is. It's like the Cowboys in in fucking the NFL, LeBron and the Lakers in fucking basketball. You hate it. The the Warriors too. You hate it because they just go on and on. But that's what pushes pushes eyeballs. Because people hate read it and hate watch it. You know, hate is just as good as love. So, yep, that's for sure. Anus. Um, before we officially close off, Austin, would you like to make yeah. an announcement? Oh God, are we doing this now? We have to. Oh. Jake hasn't even okay. heard this either, I don't think. Well, no, I think, did I not tell Jake? Well, no, now. I did. Um, so, uh, I don't remember what my last post was for Tip of the Tower. Uh, I should look that up before. I think it was the draft, something on the draft, I would assume. Or the, Probably oh, the... it was the Durga Chintov. Yeah. That is unfortunately going to be the last post I do for Tip of the Tower. Um... I'm not quitting the blog for no reason. Uh, I'm going to be a copy editor at the score. Um, hey. So I'm really, yeah, I'm really excited about that new position. Unfortunately, it comes with a non-compete. Um, so I can't write anymore for any other outlets. But, which is sad, but. Guess what? Uh, we, we did some negotiating here. Or you did mostly. Just. Yo, yeah. just just make make your author name Mostin Moens. Yeah, I'm gonna write stuff and just let Dave post it on his thing. 
<laughs> yeah, we can do Boston that. If you, see, if you see Dave start to do draft input, you'll know what's going on. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. But we did, ne- we did negotiate with the score to allow Austin to stay on the podcast, although he wouldn't be here today. Um, oh, yeah. But I will say. I've already signed my contract, so I, uh, thank you to them for allowing me to do this because this is one of my favorite things to do on uh, top of writing for We love so. you to score. But um, Yeah, I love I, you guys, even though I haven't met most of you. Love I, you guys. Yeah, I think. All I'll say is that Austin has been a very – I mean, you've only been here just over a year, and your impact, especially the draft stuff, has taken uh, – has really helped the site. Um, but I'm just glad that you're able to at least stick around for the podcast, and I think the score got a good, uh, good valuable – a good pro, a good good player, good person. Solid pro. Um, I get pucks in deep. That's all I need to know. Um, but you'll do well there. Um, I think it just goes to show also that people who think that – the blog life won't lead to anything. Uh, even though Austin did go to school too, I think this certainly did help him get to where he goes. So um, this blogger's getting paid now. Bloggers be getting paid now. Yes. Yes, sir. I mean, it's pretty easy when you just go, get on my back and and just ride. Yeah. On my I, well, let's it's be like, honest here. I, my meal ticket, Sir Middleton. I Thank want you, a chunk of the signing bonus. <laughs> and oh God! I'm very. I'm. I was about to say, awesome. I'm very shocked you didn't give the contract to Jake to give it a look over. Like, no, nah, he, he is my agent after all. But surprise. <laughs> um, no. When you when we see each other next, I'll get you a beer. We'll celebrate. Sounds good. I do accept payment in the form of alcohol. <laughs> all right. Very. Uh, we'll we'll hopefully get Jake up here when he goes to go to his cottage. Maybe we should all just go to Jake's cottage oh, and record a podcast. Also, there. I am at 400 followers now, and that started to increase once we started getting people to pity follow me on this podcast. <laughs> I think <laughs> it started to work a little bit. Uh, but Jake, oh, I'm at 399, so we're getting there. We're getting there. Uh, watch Jake doesn't follow Austin on Twitter. <laughs> Could easily make it for. I don't blame him. It's mediocre at best content. Um, but yeah, um, I'm glad to, when I was, I, I was a reference for Austin. So I had, I didn't know he was going to get the job until he told, he sent me the text, but when I got the reference call, it seemed pretty positive. So, uh, you can only, this is, it's a proud moment for us as well. Um, Jake, yeah. when you do come up for your cottage weekend, invite us up. We'll do a podcast at the cottage. It's always been All a right. dream. Always no, been a dream. No internet, but that's okay. Uh, we don't need internet to record oh. a podcast. <laughs> well, we only right, need works. internet to post to post it, but only <laughs> that can be done at a later time. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, um, we're gonna see how the podcast schedule works out going from here. I'm gonna try to keep it at one a week, but if uh, we do have some potential guests, I haven't confirmed them yet, but I will reach out to them once again to get their uh, schedules. Uh, so we can try to keep it a, another week, once a week for now, and then maybe once August comes around, we'll keep it to every other week. Trade deadline for the MLB will be done, so we'll take a little bit of gives us a chance to recharge, and then back again probably mid September for when training camp starts and rookie tournament starts, which will be fun. Getting excited. Yeah, gentlemen, I would like to thank you again for coming. Obviously. Uh, you can follow the guys on Twitter at Jake Middleton 12 at underscore Austin Owens and myself, the underscore Morsuti. Gentlemen, he's come home and he's come home to help them win a Stanley Cup.
John Tavares is a member of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.